Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in Acts, the second chapter of Acts. Uh, at the first verse, we looked a little bit at Pentecost in our previous episode, went over to Leviticus 23 and checked out a, a little bit about that. So let's go back here. We're in Acts chapter 2, verse 1. It says this, When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. So this is the, uh, the disciples, Matthias. Remember, they elected the twelfth one. Uh, there were other men. There were other women. They're all together. They're in the upper room. I sort of suspect it's the same upper room we've seen before in the Gospels, but we don't know. <clears throat> and uh, we are told there's 120 of them. So it's a large gathering. Verse 2 says this. And suddenly, oh, lastly, <laughs> they were praying. Remember that? That's what they were doing. They were praying together. They'd been praying and praying. Well, why is that? Jesus had told them to go to Jerusalem and tarry there until you are endued with power from on high. This is really, really, really important, okay, because uh, we're going to see this as we're going along. Uh, and I'll just, I'm going to tell you, then I'm going to tell you, then I'll tell you again. <laughs> That's one of the biggest problems within the body of Christ today, that we are not endued with power from on high. I'm not saying that people aren't saved. There are a lot of people who are religious, and they're part of religious organization, churches, and the like, and they're not truly in their correct relationship with the Most High God. They're not saved. But there's a lot of people who are saved, who are believers, but they have not been functioning within the power from on high. And we're going to see that as we go along. So back to verse 2. Suddenly, there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. So let's just take this very slowly, okay? Just one little thing at a time, see what's going on. We see that they're in a the house, and they're sitting down. So the people are gathered together, they're sitting around, and that something happened suddenly. It says, and suddenly, suddenly there came a noise. Well, what kind of noise? It says it's like a violent rushing wind. It didn't say that it was a violent rushing wind. It's a noise like a violent rushing wind. Okay? Could, could there have been a wind involved with this? Well, of course. God can do whatever he wants to. You know? <clears throat> but it says it was a noise like a violent rushing wind. And where did it come from? It says from heaven. Well, okay. Well, that narrows it down a little bit. That means it's not rumbling up from the ground. But it's a noise that came from heaven. First heaven, second heaven, third heaven. Well, that's concepts that, that we don't see listed here. It seems that they knew the noise came from around them, from the sky, from upwards somewhere, somewhere, but they weren't sure. But it was a noise like a violent rushing wind. And it filled. So this is a noise that filled an entire house. Uh, we're not exactly told how long the noise lasted or exactly what that was. Is it associated with what we're about to see? Probably. Let's look at verse 3. And there appeared to them tongues as a fire, distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them. Hmm. 
And there appeared. Appeared means what? If something appears, <laughs> then that what? You're able to see it. To see it. You're able to perceive it. Okay? And that's basically how it's translated. Now, it, from one point, to see, uh, it also can be translated as being aware of, recognizing. But, you know, this seems to be a physical type of thing that's going on to it. There appear to them tongues as of fire. It didn't say tongues of fire. It's like as of fire, same way as like a violent rushing wind, like tongues of fire. So there was something that they could see that looked like fire, and it's like tongues of fire. If you've ever seen a fire burn, you know what that looks like. And what was going on with these? Distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them. So there were these tongues of fire that are described as distributing themselves. So there's multitudes of these things. And multitudes of these tongues of fire were resting on each one of them. So each person there had a tongue of fire, at least one tongue, maybe more, of fire resting on them and being distributed. It's being distributed on them. And the distribution came about apparently at the behest of what we see next, the Spirit. Verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Now, let me tell you, a lot of people get real nervous around these verses, okay? Take the people out of my background and this kind of thing. Uh, people will refer to this passage quite often, the second chapter of Acts, what happened on the day of Pentecost and how the Holy Spirit came down. And they'll usually define it as, oh, this is the day when the church was birthed. Ah, well, yeah, it depends on how you mean that, you know. But they, they don't want to pay a lot of details to this, a lot of attention to the details, I should say, because they're fearful of where they think is going to lead them. <laughs> okay? Just pay attention to what's going on. As we go verse by verse, I think the Lord's going to give us insight, okay? Notice what happened. Everybody was filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, didn't some of them already have the Holy Spirit? Because Jesus said in uh, John 20, when he breathed upon them, he said, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. Yeah, he did. You can receive the Holy Spirit, and you can be filled with the Spirit, and you can be filled with the Spirit, and you can be filled with the Spirit. It's not so much that you're leaking, <laughs> or that you're lacking, or that you're losing it. Perhaps you did quench the Spirit. Or perhaps it might even be as Jesus was, who went to the mountaintop often to be with the Father to be restored, to be refreshed, rejuvenated, okay? So they're filled with the Holy Spirit, and notice what they did. They began to speak with other tongues. Now, we're going to see later on, okay, in the next episode or two, that these other tongues were other languages. Okay, the word tongues just means languages, okay? Now, it's used in different ways in the Scripture, and we'll see that as we're going, but it means either the tongue, and it can mean... Um, uh, the, the body itself, the organ itself, or it means a language. In this case, it's language because we're going to see that it, they were speaking in other languages and people understood them. And so they're filled with the Holy Spirit and the, they begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. That's a biggie, can you tell? <laughs> That's a biggie. It's as the Spirit was giving, literally, them the ability to speak. It was the Spirit that was giving them the ability to speak in these other tongues. 
in these other languages. So when they're opening their mouths to speak, and we'll see later on what they're speaking, they're speaking of the kingdom of God. Uh, when they open their mouths to speak, then other languages came out. So, you know, exactly how did this work? How did this go down? Well, I think as we go through the book of Acts, we're going to get several examples of some things right here. And then we'll pay attention to what we see really in the balance of this chapter right here. We know that other people who spoke the other languages could understand what they were saying. They knew what they were saying. The question arises, actually several questions, did the 120 right here, did they know what they were saying? Or is it like this? Were they speaking something, let's say in English, that I'm speaking something in English, but when I'm speaking something in English in my mind, I'm actually speaking it in Russian. And I hear myself speaking Russian, though I'm thinking English. Is it that kind of thing? Or is it the kind of thing that they actually knew the language? It says here, as the Spirit was giving them utterance. So it doesn't appear to be something that is a naturally acquired ability of the flesh to be able to speak a language. It appears to be unknown to the people. Even when they're speaking it, they likely didn't know what they were saying. You'll see more about that in 1 Corinthians uh, 12 and 14, those kind of things, which we've covered that before. Either way, I just want you to see what's happening. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. We will see more. I'll see y'all next time. Goodbye.